When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about uh, two different schools of thought. One of the things I love about y'all is that y'all are very diverse, and I don't just mean that demographically. I mean in the way you think. Pretty much everybody who watches this channel is behind the idea that we need deep systemic change in this country. That's uniting. How to go about it? There's some uh, divergence of thought there. The first school of thought is the reformist school of thought. Those are people who want to use the machinery of the system to make the system a little bit better, to address problems that they can readily see. These are people who really lean into voting, petitions, campaigning for politicians, running for office yourself, electoralism, generally speaking. These are people who want policies that reduce harm, that make things just a little bit better. They want better social safety nets, foreign policy that doesn't take out a bunch of innocence. Objectively good things, okay? The other side of that is the radical thought, the revolutionary school of thought. When I say that, I don't mean with weapons. Generally speaking, the most effective people who had that mindset, well, they built. They built the infrastructure. They built the new system. These are people who really don't care much about voting. They're more about getting involved directly with issues and correcting them, building that infrastructure. These are the people that found co-ops, start community networks, maybe even start intentional communities. If you're a reformist and have no idea what that means, it's like a commune, only not. These are your labor organizers, people like that. The common theme right now is that these two groups of people are working in opposition. I don't know that that's true. I don't know that that's even a good way to look at it because at the end of the day, the groups are headed to the same location, at least close to each other anyway. It really boils down to two sentences. The reformist says, well, you know, that not that's nice. That location you want to get to, that's nice, but it can't happen right now. And a whole bunch of pragmatic reasons why it can't. The person of revolutionary thought says it has to happen now. We don't have a choice. We're running out of time. The thing is, both of those sentences can be true about something at the same time. Something may have to happen right now. But it can't. The 
political will isn't there. The support isn't there. Don't believe me? Look at climate change. These two schools of thought should not be in opposition. They're headed to the same location. It's like that bus analogy. People uh, get behind an idea. The idea is the bus. If they support it, they get on. Some people want to carry it further. So they go a few more stops than other people. Some people want to ride it all the way to the end. This is more like there's two different buses and they're moving at different speeds, but they're still headed in the same direction. And lately, the the two schools of thought have grown to see each other as opposition. When realistically, there are two other buses that are pulling in the other direction. It's not opposition. Think of it as short-term and long-term goals more than anything. And the reality is, both schools of thought need the other. The reformists, most of them probably wouldn't know all of the areas that uh, need help, that need harm reduction, without the radicals, without the revolutionaries. And the revolutionaries... They need the reformists. They need that popular support. They need somebody to use the infrastructure they are building. Otherwise, it won't do any good. We tend to think of echo chambers on social media as something that only occurs in the right. Because it, it happens a whole lot there. It also occurs on the left. And I mean the, the, the real left and the American left. It occurs in both. And there is a habit, particularly among those of revolutionary thought, to overestimate the amount of support that certain ideas have. It's probably wise to remember that the most successful people, when it comes to creating societal change, they didn't fight against the old system. They built a new one and encouraged people to use it. And once that infrastructure was in place, and enough of those who seek reform now came over and started using it, that's when the societal shift happened. You take away that sentence. It's nice, but it can't happen now because of these pragmatic reasons. It is the duty of the revolutionary to get rid of those objections, to build the infrastructure, to overcome those pragmatic reasons. That's how you build popular support. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.